this podcast is based off of the book, The Boy Who Harnessed the Wind. Hi, I'm Elise. And I'm Megan. And I will be podcasting about what it would look like if you had a walk with William. And we will be podcasting about what Malawi's culture is. And I will also be podcasting about what William does in his free time. First of all, Malawi is very different from the U.S. The children. The sons would most likely be working in the fields because of school. Most likely, they would be working in the fields because at school, their parents didn't have enough money to pay for the fees. The daughters would be most likely carrying pails of water or food, trying to provide for the rest of their families because they didn't have a lot to drink or eat. The dad would be working in the fields with or without the son. It depends. The mom would be cooking for the family or in the market, trying to sell supplies or tools to make a little bit of money. Outside, you would see beggars begging for food and jobs because they didn't have that. You would also see people selling food and tools in the market, like the mall. There was also not a lot of trees, so it was kind of different from the U.S. The houses are very different from ours, too. Ours are mostly, like, middle-sized homes, and they have rooms and stuff like that, and kitchens. But the houses looked like huts. They were one. They had one room, and the mud bricks were most likely painted white, and the roofs were made out of grass. The rich people would have about five rooms and a kitchen. They didn't have a lot. Malawi's culture is very different from the U.S. First of all, Malawi believes that magic ruled the world. Magic came in multiple forms. The most common form was a witch doctor. They called it a singanga. They believed that it could cure everything from dandruff to cancer and diarrhea. Diarrhea was very common in Malawi. Why it was common is because they had dirty drinking water and most of their stuff was contaminated. It was contaminated because every single time it rained, the latrines, basically a big hole in the ground, would flood, contaminating everything. You know how Megan touched on the witch doctors? Well, in Malawi, they believed that the most powerful and important one was named Fury. He was a wizard, and they thought that he could cure anything, like literally anything. They thought that he could even make you the strongest person in the world, and you could lift anything. One time, William was walking by, and he saw a teenager. This teenager said to William that he could make him strong. So William was like, yeah, I want to be strong. So they went into the forest, and The teenager cut slits into William's knuckles, put medicine in it, and put a substance into his knuckles, his cut knuckles, that was from the bottom of the ocean. Then, the teenager boy was like, you're not allowed to cry during this process, and you cannot take a bath. 
theory would not have approved of this because the teenager boy did it in the wrong place. Normally, it's supposed to go on your forearm, not your knuckles. So the magic did not work. This process was basically a scam for William's money. What William did in his free time was he played endless rounds of Bolo, which is kind of like Moncala. William also played soccer. Since him and his family did not have enough money for a real soccer ball, he made his own soccer ball out of plastic bags wadded together and tied with rope. This was no real soccer ball, but it worked. It was called Jumbo. William also worked on the farm planting maize and corn. He hoed weeds, dug careful rows. Next, he would sprinkle seeds into the rows and push them down with his fingers. Then, he would wait for the seeds to sprout. Lastly, he would sprinkle a spoonful of fertilizer onto each sprout. Then, he would wait for them to grow, and then it was time for harvest. William loved to hunt. He hunted birds with his trusty sidekick, Kamba. He hunted in the blue gum forest.